Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Night, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Grabstack Radio Show. We here at the Grabstack Radio Show make it our duty to bring you all the best news in Pflugerville, although sometimes that news is very boring. Because, hey, it's a small town. I can't make things happen just so I can report on it. Ooh, ooh, wait a second. Can I? Carl, can we make news? Oh, no, of course not. That would be unethical. <laughs> I was just kidding. I, I just wanted to see if you thought we could, Carl. Oh, you passed the test, Carl, buddy. <laughs> but seriously, it's a small town, and even though you get Bobby Wonder fighting Mighty Mila in the shape of 10,000 boulders, some days you try to score a scoop, and all you come up with is the unsanctioned cat parade thrown by the lady who owns the yarn store because she felt like debuting her new line of knitted cat couture without filing for a parade license. (sighs) Now, I am a journalist, a serious reporter, and I do not stoop to reporting on cat parades, so hopefully we got something else interesting on the docket or I'm going to have to revisit my inventing news idea. I'm kidding, Carl! Or am I? Okay, okay, I am. Stop giving me that look. <sighs> okay, let's see what we got here. Ooh, here's something. It seems that Pete Plant, owner of Plants Plants, has decided to branch out. <laughs> Get it? Because he likes plants. It branches, you know. Carl, why aren't you laughing? Oh, forget it. I'm surrounded by Philistines in here. Anyway, Pete Plant has decided to open a tropical fish store next to Plants Plants. He cites a deep love of all things fish-related, which works in perfect synergy with his other deep love, plants. I suppose I don't know enough about fish to understand how that works exactly. I mean, any pit fish I've ever seen lived in a bowl with a plastic pineapple house and some glow rocks. Although I guess I've seen a few with treasure chests and a pirate booty in their tank. I mean, do fish even like treasure? Seems like a question for Pete Plant. So, if you're interested in having a fish, go on down to Plants Plants and look next door because there should be a new store that has fish in the window. That's the fish store. Also, while I was down there, I gave Iceberg another shot. You know, the snow cone stand shaped like an iceberg. I had considered never going again because they gave preferable treatment to Mighty Mila and Robozuki instead of my own esteemed self, which I felt positively untenable. But it seemed like a time to mend fences. So because the snow cones looked really good and I really wanted one, <laughs> they had 100 flavors when I went before, but now they have 150. 
50. If this were a mathematic challenge, I'd know what percent of an increase that was, but it's not, so I don't. Suffice it to say that I was very impressed with their amount of flavors, but I also think that when you get 150, you start running out of ideas because they had flavors like maybe also chocolate and strawberry again, which seems to me like they're stretching it a bit. Now, I haven't tried all 150 flavors, so I can't comment if strawberry again tastes exactly like the regular strawberry, but my integrity as a news reporter and position in the community as a foremost restaurant reviewer extraordinaire demand that I do so. So keep listening to my show to find out if all 150 flavors taste the same or not. It's a grueling task, but someone has to keep those snow cone stands honest, right? In other news, we have... Oh, surely we have something. <sighs> Please. Come on, Carl. Lucy Wow hasn't blown anything up. Mighty Mila isn't turning into a freight train and trying to level the city. Well, stop pointing to the cat parade story. We are not covering it. Oh, fine. If we absolutely must. Well, it's self-explanatory, don't you think? The, the lady who owns the yarn store in downtown Pflugerville is off her proverbial rocker and somehow ended up with a whole mess of cats. Where'd she get them? Who knows? But apparently she has enough to have designed and knitted a whole line of feline couture. <sighs> That's fashion. Allegedly, sales at her shop weren't good, mostly because she had run out of yarn, which seems to have something to do with Lucy Wow. If you listen to Season 2, Episode 5 of Lucy Wow, I bet you can find out what happened. Well, anyway, it seems the yarn store lady only had enough yarn for one of each item and no way to sell them, so instead of waiting to get more yarn and build up inventory, I suppose she thought she would swing for the fences and generate buzz with a pre-sale of her knitted novelties. This was to come to the town of Pflugerville in the form of an unsanctioned cat parade. Why unsanctioned? Well, surely she must have known that no self-respecting government official would sanction a cat parade. Not because people in politics have anything against cats, of course, but because it's next to impossible to get cats to do anything in a straight line. Oh, the parade started innocently enough with a multitude of kitty cats wearing knitted scarves and caps and sweaters, taking a few tentative steps down Main Street, but then... Pandemonium! Oh, this reporter hears that a dog barked and spooked the whole bunch of kitties. It was cats going in every direction, with one little old lady chasing them all in circles. Oh, it was such a mess that it actually drew a crowd. And, well, it hurts me to report, because it seems so ridiculous that it shouldn't be true, she actually generated a decent amount of sales from the whole debacle. Of course, it was shut down right away, but I do have to hand it to her, because fashion lives on the edge. Well, Carl, I hope you're happy. We can now report on cat parades. What's next? Puppy ballets? Ooh, actually, that sounds rather cute, don't you think? I mean, do you think we could train a bunch of puppies to dance the ballet? Well, maybe you can't, but I bet I can. This is happening, people. Don't forget, Friday is Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little old me, send it to grabsec at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. Ooh, it's very exciting. Ooh, and did you know that there's another show from Go Kid Go called Story Train? It's true. If you like to listen to a story right before you go to bed, you'll love the Story Train. Lots of charming little stories, and they're all original just for you. Well, and for me. <laughs> Find Story Train wherever you get your podcasts. Have 
a marvelous day, people, and eat your flash marflers! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.